welcome back to the Dad in a Rock podcast. This is Sean. And I'm Chris. Hey, man. What's going on? We're back. Again, another week. They haven't found some way to shut us down yet. That's a, <laughs> that's a positive sign right there. Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, we actually have some folks still listening to us. How many, what, what are we at now? Is this episode 10? It's somewhere down there, yeah. The FCCs haven't said no yet. And uh, <laughs> I think I was actually looking at our stats for the past, uh, well, all of our episodes, and we've actually topped over 200-plus downloads per month. Wow. So we're looking into you know, the 400, 500 range now. Congratulations to you, sir. This was a total joint effort here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we uh, so last week we kind of got into a few different things. I know we recapped your experiences there in Cincinnati at the uh, Comic Expo. Um, I had my trip up to Chicago, which was a lot of fun for me. Uh, I missed my bears by a week. They happened to be out and gone last week. But uh, they got a victory over the Vikings today, which I'm very happy about. That's a big win when everyone else lost. Oh, yeah, definitely. Big, no. big win. Them and the Packers, are uh, they're tied for first in the division this week. So, well, um, My Dolphins gave me a little bit of hope today. They were tied at one point at, at, at a score other than zero. It was amazing. Wow. And, and then they, they lost like 30 to 10. So. Oh. <laughs> oh, well. It's just, hey, there's always next year, right? No. <laughs> it's just the pain of being a Dolphins fan. I love, you know, I'm a glutton for punishment when it comes to my sports teams. Yeah, well, it, they'll, I, I always love it when teams are competitive. It just feels like this year it's been a little, kind of a little strange, where it's like the good teams are really good, and then there are some bad teams that are really bad. And But do uh, we know who's really good when two-thirds of the league isn't any good? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It's still, you know, we're four weeks in, and there's still a lot of question marks out there. I mean, you got your Kansas City, you got your Patriot. I mean, of course, I mean, they were great last year. They're continuing to be great this year. But uh, I don't know. It feels like there's still uh, yeah, a ton of questions about who's going to pull through and, and uh, make it all the way this year. And yeah, we'll find out sooner or later. But even like some of the good teams just escaped today. Tom Brady had one of his worst games he's had since a rookie. Against and the they Bills. Won. Yeah, against the yeah against the Bills and Kansas City just barely squeaked out a win against themselves. the Lions. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> what what's going on here? It feels like everything is kind of upside down and no one knows which way's up. It is weird, but you know, any given Sunday, I guess. But but you and I, so yeah, that's kind of what we talked about last week. And you had mentioned um, the show on Amazon Prime, The Boys, and yes. uh, it's something that I had kind of watched the whole series pretty soon after it came out initially. Um, so it's been uh, maybe about a month or so. But uh, have you watched any more of it? Oh, I watched. Uh, I'm up to episode five now. Oh, so wow. Since so we recorded, I think was last Wednesday, I think it was, if I'm right. telling this right. Yeah. I've watched four episodes, couldn't stop. Only time I've stopped is when I can't find time to actually watch it. And boy, so it, it's been. It got its hooks in you. Yeah. yeah. It's been, and there's been episodes or parts of episodes. I'm sitting down watching it and I've got to pick up my phone. I'm trying to watch <laughs> and I'm trying not to watch because it just. It's hard to watch. It's right. good, and you understand what's going on. You understand why it's happening, but man, it is it's it's difficult. It's uh, cringy, but in a good way somehow. I don't. I, it's hard to explain. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. I'll, we'll leave it at that. Just, we'll just yeah. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to get in, into too much about it, just because I know we're going to do a you know an episode about the season itself rather than kind of breaking it down. Right. You know, week by week, which we really can't do anymore. Like everything is released all at once. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it sounds like you'll 
be able to watch the entire thing. I don't think you'll have that much left. Maybe only uh, two or three episodes, and we'll maybe be able to talk about it next week in full. Yeah, I'm hoping next week, but at the very latest, the following week. So uh, that's something that you guys can look forward to hearing our, you know, our opinion on a show. Well, you know, our opinion doesn't mean much, but hey, you guys are listening, so. (laughs) Well, to us, it does. (laughs) (laughs) What's up this weekend? Do anything special? Uh, This past weekend, yeah, my kids actually had their first soccer game. So it was was, was exciting. Uh, uh, My son went ahead, and it's his second year playing. Mm-hmm. And he went ahead. He actually found his way on a team with a couple of his friends from school. Now, wow. un- unbeknownst to me, we requested him to be on there. The Y is great. They put him on there. Uh, he's kind of on the select team, not knowing. What do you the mean? Team, like he, he, the team oh. that all the parents hates. I'll put it that way. Wait, we you're gonna have to explain. I have. I'm so foreign to this so far. <laughs> we won What's sixteen to nothing. Holy bejesus, that's Basically, great. his friend's dad and the other guy have been coaching for four years. They've been together. I see. So his, his friend and his other friend have been playing for four years. Yeah. They're good. My son picks up on things fast. Oh, yeah, he does. So when he sees them going, uh, for instance, there was just one play. He threw the ball in. Nobody was in the area. He knew his buddy was fast. Yeah. And he threw it there. His buddy caught up to it. Boom, goal. Wow. It was like I'm just watching. I'm watching like semi-professionals here play against peewees. It's you guys ridiculous are, uh, on how good this is. You guys are the Hawks from uh, uh, Mighty Ducks. <laughs> it's not worth winning if you can't win big. <laughs> exactly. Wow. No, but it's like it's to the point where even his uh, – I've talked to his dad. He's pretty cool. He's like, I hate doing this. He had to pull the kids out after scoring goals. Because the other parents, apparently, like last year, were complaining. Oh dear! Yeah, it's like you, there's you, you can't, you can't win in this situation. Dude, that's a tough one because it's like, I mean, what can you do? You don't want these kids that are scoring the 16 points to like not score goals. I mean, what kind of lesson is that? Like, okay, well, let's handicap ourselves. So, um, and then at the same time, but it's like you know, to be totally demolishing another team. And maybe, you know, those kids lose their gusto for wanting to play because they're getting beat so bad. That's a tough goal, too. <laughs> yeah, well, I even looked at him after the game. I was like, man, I didn't know when I should actually stop cheering for our kids. Right. It was like, that, at a certain point, I started feeling bad. He said, you know, just do a fist pump and let it go. Yeah. Because he even told our team, we're here for fun. We're not celebrating. Which was cool because he kind of told the kids, you know, have fun. But, let's but not, not too rub, much fun. Yeah, let's not. Well, <laughs> let's not rub this in. Sure. And he, uh, and it's bound to happen. It was, it was week one. I mean, you run up against a team that's basically been together for a while. Right. It it is kind of the the why here. It's not like you've been joining a you know one of those soccer clubs that are select teams and everyone's really competitive with each other. So this was your son's first game with this team. First game with this team, yes. And he scored a goal. Uh, no, he didn't get a goal, but I think he got like two assists. Wow, great. So he got on the sheet. Now, my daughter, on the other hand, I thought this was going to be uh, crazy. Yeah. So you put three and four-year-olds together on a soccer field. It's like a swarm of bees just running around, running right. ball. Like herding cats. <laughs> Their game was better than my son's. What? Uh, my daughter was the goalie for the first uh, – they, they played quarters. Just yeah. basic football. And she was back there, and not probably to your surprise, I'm not a coach, 
I am now. So with my daughter being back there, I just kind of fell back there. I was kind of helping her. And it was funny the way I was like telling her to attack the ball. Yes. I was telling her to go back there, get in a stance, and kind of do a monster like roar, hold right. her hands up, the whole deal. Yeah. And she would attack it and have a good old time with it. And she didn't let a goal in. I mean, she had probably got good 15 stops. She'll get the ball, grab it, run it, throw it overhead, and chuck it halfway down the field. It oh, was, my gosh. It was amazing. I mean, did she have a blast, too? Did she have, it oh, sounds like she had, had a great time. so much fun. And then once her turn was over, when she was going to go ahead and play the field, another little girl came in behind her. And I told oh, the wow. coach, no, I'm just going to stay here. Yeah. And apparently my, my, uh, my little tricks and everything, I heard parents kind of laughing. Yeah. Knowing that it was working. And our coach was like, he looked at me, he's like, dude, you're just a natural at this. I kind of uh. looked at him and was like, well, I mean... <laughs> You've done it before. For anybody who doesn't know in the podcast, you have coached before. Yeah, T-ball. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, I mean that's a lot of fun. What, what kind of uh, what kind of investment are you are you stuck in now? Is this uh, once a week for how long? Oh no, he he understands. I told him I said throughout the week, there's no way. The reason I didn't commit to actually being a coach is because I couldn't. Right. Because throughout the week, there's no way I can make the practices. I see. But during the game, I am more than willing to be back there, help the kids, have, have them have a good time yeah. with it as well, and kind of teach them a little bit, you know, with what they're doing. Well, I mean, that's excellent, though. She must have uh, she must have just emu- wanted to emulate her big brother, though. I mean, just watching him play. And is this, uh, how did you guys come to decide to uh, kind of put her in the game, too? Uh, it was just, she would see it and she wanted to kick the ball around. And one day we just asked her, do you want to play soccer? And you know, the natural answer for her, because like you were saying, her brother's playing right. was absolutely, I want to play. So, and it was kind of iffy. Her first practice didn't go well. Her second practice didn't go so hot. So that's, I think why her coach put her back in the, to be the goalie. Yeah. And it, it triggered it. She was all about it. So hopefully that was, you know, the first step of moving forward for her. Oh, good. Well, yeah. I mean, that's 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 good times. I saw you posted uh, kind of a short clip, short video on our Facebook page over the weekend. Yeah, I'm trying to do that anytime I get a chance. If we have something big happening with the kids, like say for instance our first week of of soccer, or if it's you know like we were saying before, and that beautiful movie Frozen Two is going to be coming out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything down those lines. I've actually already been told I am not allowed to go see it with the with the family. What do you uh, mean? My, Wait, uh, what? It's going to be a mother-daughter evening. Oh, I see. Okay. So my daughter is going to be dressed up in her full uh, Elsa dress, her whole get-up with her Elsa boots on and right uh, necklace, the whole deal, deal. And it's going to be her and mommy. Oh, you're going to miss out. I know. I'm a little disappointed. I'm yeah. Gonna, you know, I want to see how much more they can let go. <laughs> I mean, it, that's kind of you putting a hard spot there. How much are you going to beg to go watch uh, Anna and Elsa, The Continuing Adventures? The, the thing is, we're going to own it. Right. It's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, so it's going to... Well, yeah, we, Eventually. May not, we may just go through Disney+, Plus because it'll probably be released on Disney+, Plus right when it's released on you know, digital. But it's one of those, I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it till I'm like... I want to gouge my eyes out. I know. <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be a song in this movie that just uh, transcends and it's going to get stuck in everybody's head like last time. Uh, Disney's good at it. They're going to try. Oh, yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of their way. That's a, one of their, their marketing you know, things. And, you know, there's their songs and everything about it. I mean, Moana did it. So, I mean, we'll see where that goes. But uh, but speaking of movies here, 
you told me you and your family went and seen one of the ones that just came out. Uh, what was that one called? Oh, yeah. So, you know, Frozen 2, not quite out yet. That'll be a destination for us uh, as a family as well. But the new release this week is a film from DreamWorks called Abominable. Um, I don't know. I don't. There hasn't been a ton of marketing for this movie that I've seen anyway. Not that I'm, you know, watching a ton of, um, you know, Nickelodeon or anything these days. Uh, normally, we're just watching, like, YouTube and uh, there's not a ton of advertisements on there, but um, anyway, yeah, the the film itself was pretty good. Um, we had another successful run where my daughter took her um, noise canceling or noise reducing anyway headphones, and um, you know she was a little frightened at first when you know they're playing the trailers and it was kind of loud stepping into the theater itself. But uh, once we sat down, we we put the recliners out. She had her headphones on. She was good to go. And eventually, like uh, the last few times, after about fifteen. 20 minutes or so she took the headphones off and just started munching on her candy and she was good but um as far as the film itself it's honestly kind of a kind of an update on et i don't know et is one of my favorite films of all time it came out the year i was born 1982 so i don't know if there's a ton of uh, kids these days that are like rushing to see et <laughs> Uh, but it's kind of a nice uh, update. Like the animation was uh, really beautiful. Um, uh, basically, the story it, it takes place in s some sort of. I mean, it's definitely overseas. It's definitely either uh, China or, or Japan. And they're like Tokyo or something in the trailer. Yeah, absolutely. But it's almost kind of like a, a Big Hero Six, where there was a lot of English, and I think they probably did this to, uh, you know, because China's a huge movie market these days, anyway. So anytime that they can have a movie that appeals to both China and the United States, uh, so you'll you'll see a lot of signs that have both English and, you know, Chinese uh, script on it. <laughs> I saw a lot of that. Um, but the well, it's uh, kind of like when a part of world building as well. You kind of have to get a feeling of where you're at. Yeah, absolutely, and it, it made sense in the film. Uh, it's about this young yeti from Mount Everest that somehow finds itself uh, trapped by these scientists uh, down in this, you know, um, this Chinese town, and um, this girl uh, kind of stumbles across him on her rooftop, and it's the adventure of, of getting this uh, yeti back home to to its parents, and of course he's got like uh, magic powers with nature and. Um, it's kind of a, um, yeah, it's kind of thrilling. It's about these, you know, these three kids that that uh, take this magical creature back to its home, and they're getting chased, so it's kind of a road movie. Um, it was really cute for, for the kids. Like, my daughter loved it. Uh, it was fun enough and, and funny enough to keep, uh, keep me watching throughout the whole thing. It had some great music in it. Um, my wife tapped me on the shoulder at one point during the movie, and she was like, "Oh, this is a uh, this is a Coldplay song." She's oh, way yeah, yeah, she knows that, doesn't she? She yeah, that's one of her favorite bands, and she pointed it out to me. So, um, but yeah, it was just like the animation was really, really tremendous, and uh, the characters and the story had a really positive message. So I uh, I highly recommend Abominable out there in theaters now. You said it was made by DreamWorks, right? That's right. Yeah. And they've got a really good reputation with me and my family because we love the How to Train Your Dragon series. Oh, I didn't realize they did that, yeah. Yeah, so, so all three of those movies, which were great. And then they also have a, a series on Netflix, kind of like a like a spin-off cartoon type setup. So, uh, I mean, they've already got, a, like I said, a good reputation with us. So that's, a, that's a, a foot forward. And another reason for us to, you know, either check it out when it's in theater or more likely once it's out, out and about, we can probably pick it up and 
kind of see what it's about. Me and my wife's one of our first date movies was the original How to Train Your Dragon. So uh, to give you an idea of where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. That's a series that's completely missed us. The the most recent one, the third one, uh, it was released recently, and I tried to watch it with my daughter one like Saturday morning, uh, but she just couldn't get into it. I think she's sometimes stuff's just a little too scary. Um, if it's like hyper intense, a lot of action, um, she doesn't really um, respond to it too too well. Um, either um, she'll get scared or she just kind of loses interest. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's definitely something I'm going to revisit because I, I I keep hearing just how good that trilogy is. Yeah, no, it's something you got to start at the beginning as well. It's kind of hard to step in at the third one because they kind of all build on right. themselves. Yeah, that's but I probably can see why she would be a little scared of it because it can be a little uh, a little scary, you know, from here and there at a at a kid or kid type level. Yeah. Yeah, we had a great time. We went out to uh, the uh, see that latest uh, movie, Abominable. It was pretty good. Uh, afterwards, we went to a... Um, it's kind of a barcade. I don't know if that's the real term for it. It's this restaurant bar, but it's also an arcade. It's also kind of a sports bar. A lot of TVs up. Uh, the Bears were playing, so I was eager, eager to get there, and I was starving because I knew it was going there. You ever do that where you know you're going to have a good meal later in the day, so you like skip breakfast, so you're really good and hungry? I do that all week long. <laughs> I actually got in trouble from my uh, co- my coworkers because I won't eat. Like I know if I got a good dinner coming, yeah, I may have a donut and a coffee in the morning, right, and just drink water all day long because that typically that's what holds me over. As long as I've got something in my stomach, then I'll come home and I'm like, okay, I'm starving, and I'll just kind of destroy whatever's for dinner. Yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell. Now I kind of backed off of that a little bit because I've been told I get hangry at times. Uh. So. <laughs> oh, I do too for sure. Um, but if I can, I like half the fun is the anticipation. If you've got a nice good meal coming your way, um, I do the same thing at Thanksgiving where uh, I just wait. I pretty you much wait, wait the entire day. Well, we eat early now. See, in my house, seeing that with my in-laws now that live up the street from us. Yeah. Uh, last year we had two meals. Whoa, there you so go. So we ate with my family, and then we ate with her family. That's the way to do it. So, dude, talking about just rolling over and just kind of, you know, when a dog <laughs> eats too much and just kind of lays there with a distended belly. Right. Yeah, Kicks that's his kind leg, of goes to sleep. <laughs> or moves his leg and something else just kind of clears the room. <laughs> oh, no, I believe it with you. <laughs> oh, man, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, so that's yeah. We uh, we wound up at this place. Um, it's it's near here. It's called Rec Bar, and um, uh, they have a ton of uh, old school arcade cabinets, retro games, everything from you know the really old stuff like Centipede and Asteroids. Um, now, how do you pay for it? Is it old school quarters or is it like tokens? Or they actually give you the option for both. They have uh, an ATM, of course, to you know sap your cash. But then they you can either get like a cup of quarters, or they do have separate token machines, and all the machines take all of it. So it doesn't really matter. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I got myself a cup of uh, quarters, and we just kind of went at it. My daughter was uh, – we first we sat down to eat because we were all hungry getting out of the movie. And um, and my daughter, the entire time as we're going through the ordering process and looking through the menu, she was just, like, itching to get up and go play. Um, so, you know, eventually we, we put her order in. I took her around, and uh, they actually had – 
um, Mario Kart setup uh, station to where like maybe four booths kind of right next to each other. And uh, it was uh, unlike any kind of Mario Kart I've seen. It was they were like racing games. So you had a steering wheel, you had the gas pedal, brake pedal, and um, you know, kind of like your typical arcade game. But I, I never, I guess I've never seen it set up uh, specifically for Mario Kart. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, but she played well, a little bit good. of that. Well, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Now you, you bring up Mario Kart, and this is something I've been looking for for a long time. And I think a lot of people have always wondered why. When is Mario Kart coming to, you know, your phones, when your, your tablets, any of that? And uh, it just happened. I mean, it may have been a, a couple a couple of days probably before I actually noticed it. Yeah. But, uh, Mario Kart Tour came out for the iOS and Android system pretty much at the same time. Oh, wow. And uh, what it does is, it, now this, okay, so this is one of my, one of my uh, things that I don't like about it. So when you first log into it, it asks you basically if you have a Nintendo account, which... We do. I've got one for myself, one for my son. Right. And then once you log into it, that's it. That's the account you're playing on no matter what. Oh, I see. Okay. So I was trying to... Now, I didn't know that at first. So when my son went to play, I was trying to log out of mine so he can go ahead and log into his. And there's no logging out. So he logged into my his on my iPad. So he's basically got the bigger screen. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, outside of that, I mean, you're playing it. The steering is basically swiping left or right. Yeah, and if you swipe and then kind of hold, you start skidding. You know, basically the the basic moves that you do in the actual game, like on the consoles. Right. And then if you swipe forward or backwards, it's what you do with the uh, like the shells or the nanas or whatever you have, kind of firing in each direction. Now there is times where that's the swiping and the drifting. Yeah, does get a little hectic. So you basically run right into a wall, or it's the steering can get a little hard at times. But I mean, that, I mean that's really I think nitpicking the actual uh, the app itself. Uh, it, it's fun. It's exactly what you would expect it to be. You sit back. There's courses. Right. You actually, uh, you earn points and stars and rubies where you can actually unlock the other co- uh, characters. And the more you play with the characters, the better that character gets. So he gets points throughout the way, and he kind of gets stronger and faster. And leaner. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty but, uh, fun. Now, I've never been good at like playing uh, mobile games or game on, games on the tablet. Really, I'm you know more su- suited to kind of hold a controller. Um, is it uh, is there a level of difficulty there as far as playing and swiping on a screen versus having a controller in your hand? Oh, well, the controller I think is always going to be or easier. Yeah, just because you have the stick or the directional pad and the buttons. Uh, but with with the screen, I mean, it, I, I picked it up really easy. There's no uh, landscape. It's always going to be up in, uh, in portrait mode. Mm-hmm. So swiping left and right, it's... And there's not like you have to be on the left of the screen to swipe left or on the right of the screen to swipe right. It's just wherever you are, you can swipe in it either direction. So it's something you can probably pick up on relatively easy. Now, if you're not good at the normal game, well, I can't help you with that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> How'd your but, son uh, do? Uh, Actually, I, I think he's doing pretty well. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how far along he is on it because I really didn't check, but I know he's been bugging me to play it some more. So I'll recommend it. It wasn't anything I had to buy. It was a free app. Now, I don't know what the deal is if you don't have a, an actual Mario, not Mario, but a Nintendo account. Yeah. If that's something you got to create to play the game. Well, if you do, it's free. I don't think there's any any real drawbacks to that. Uh, there is in-app purchases, just like any other game, but it's not something, it's not an app that I've noticed that is driven by the in-app purchases it's very enjoyable without doing so and you can earn 
coins and rubies and everything along the way without needing to worry about purchasing anything. Yeah, it's funny you mention that because that seems to be a big uh, sticking point with a lot of people out there these days where every time a game is released, I hear this group of folks complaining about loot boxes and wanting to torch down EA and they just have the, all these complaints which I, I don't really get it kind of started or at least I first really just start started hearing about it with the uh, last Star Wars Battlefront game that came out um, but I've never run into any issue where uh, I've had difficulty playing a game uh, I guess the complaint is that uh, I don't know if the complaint that you know if you're going to pay for a game up front, then you should have all of its content without paying you know all these microtransactions after the fact, with, which I kind of agree with. But you're saying this uh, game isn't like that. I mean, you're able to enjoy it without having to pop in a dollar at a time here and there. As far as as, as much as I played it to this point, yeah, that's exactly what I'm, I'm going to you know, come to the conclusion with that uh, you don't actually have to pay anything extra to be able to enjoy. You know the premise of the game now if you're going to get in depth about it, you want to beat the game and you want to get everything unlocked and everything that, that's when you're going to pay i mean that's that's true about anything yeah but uh if you're just going to play the game for what it is and enjoy you know mario kart i mean it, mario kart's mario kart if you want the real experience of playing mario kart you have to get a, on an actual system yes i it's, mean it's one of the games that i would buy a switch for that's coming i think this got, holiday yeah. season that's coming i'm getting one oh, Oh, well, you know when I come down there, if it's going to be for the you know the Comic Con down in uh, in Louisville or not, we're going to be bringing the system, so you'll get a good uh, good experience with it before you actually purchase one. Yeah, good. Okay. Um, well, that's good to hear. How much was the uh, the Mario Kart tour uh, for the iOS? No charge. It was it was a free download. Oh, was, I see. Uh, so all these yeah. people are complaining, and then so what if you got to throw in a shekel or two to keep playing and unlock some stuff if it's free to play? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it, based on the only thing I could think that you'll need to pay if you wanted to here is buy extra rubies to go ahead and get extra characters unlocked for you. I mean, that, that's really the extent of what I I can tell to this point. And if I mean, basically, you unlocked characters real quick and real easy. I mean, I've got Mario. Uh, Toad. I mean, I've got maybe a handful, maybe a few more of characters just by just playing the game rather yeah. than worrying about, you know, I need to have everyone available available to me immediately. No, that's funny. It's funny that you uh, kind of started playing that on the, um, on the iOS devices this week. I actually found out this week that um, they released a version of Dr. Mario for iOS devices as well. Now, I love Mario Kart. Um, but I also love Dr. Mario. That's kind of a, a game that my wife and I would play a lot in our uh, our little RetroPie system that I would uh, um, I mentioned on a previous podcast. But yeah, we'd kind of get on there and uh, play the one from the uh, Super Nintendo that version and play against now, each other. More, was it like a Tetris? Yeah, it's a puzzle game uh, where you can kind of play head-to-head. Essentially, you would have these um, different colored germs, I think red, blue, and yellow, and uh, Mario would be on the side of the screen and be throwing out these uh, pills that sometimes it would be like double red or sometimes they'd be like blue and yellow combined and you'd have to like uh, change them around just like the way you change shapes around in Tetris to try to fit and uh, hit these germs like three in a row to make them disappear and of course as you go and progress through the game you start dropping pills faster and faster and there's more elaborate uh, combinations that you kind of have to hit and you like I mentioned before you can kind of go ahead and head against another player um, so it's a ton of fun. Um, I tried it out on the uh, on my iPhone, and um, 
while it is enjoyable, they, they kind of changed up the gameplay um, to, enough to where it's almost unrecognizable as Dr. Mario. Like, the germs are there, Mario's there, of course, um, but instead of uh, falling uh, like Tetris with new pieces that you have to maneuver around and, and hit these germs, it actually, they flipped it completely upside down to where uh, the germs are above, and your your pills are sort of floating from the bottom to where it, it feels more like a like a snood. I don't know if you remember. Oh, snood! That's deep you cut and I, there. Yeah, you and I were huge fans of snood back in the day. That was when it first came back in like the late '90s, early 2000s. Um, and, and you've seen all sorts of uh, different variations of that game uh, since then. But it just you know, while the game is enjoyable, it just doesn't feel like the Dr. Mario I'm used to playing, which was kind of so disappointing. Bones are there, but not the the rest of it. Yeah, it's just a little too different for me to really call it Doctor Mario. <laughs> so they kept it. They kept the name. They kept the, the the idea behind it, but they changed too much of the premise to go ahead and for the nostalgia reason. Yeah, I mean, if you're into puzzle games, I would suggest um, trying it out. You may enjoy it uh, quite a bit, but uh, it had a lot to live up to in in my head, and unfortunately, it didn't really uh, live up to it. And there, there's a good reason for you to delete that one, download Mario Kart Tour, and I would put money on you enjoying it. Uh, you're probably right. It's funny. I, I, I recently I put uh, Lemmings on there. I don't know. You and yeah, I, I are. Got old. That too. I haven't played it in a little while though. Cause it got I haven't irritating. either. Yeah, it did, but it's like I saw. I started to go back, and I'm like, "What are all these games that I used to play just on, you know, back before our computers had actual internet on them?" <laughs> and oh, there would... is one game that I've been looking for and looking for and looking for, and I've stopped looking because I don't have a CD-ROM anymore. What's that? I don't know if you remember playing this with me or not, but it was a submarine game. It was like four discs, and it was kind of a role, a, a game where you make your decisions, kind of a role-playing game before they actually were big. I think I do remember this, now that you're and talking about it. I never remember getting off the first disc. I always remember the torpedo hitting the sub and us dying. That's, but it, yeah. And, oh, yeah, I think you're right. And it's like it had kind of cinematic, well, fairly cinematic, like, openings, and, like, a little, like, you'd have to make different choices, uh, as and each as, choice had its own consequence, or you know whatever was going to happen. You, and you, you were, were like the leader of the the sub, right? You were like yeah, the, uh, you were the yeah. captain of the sub. You, all your decisions actually affected everybody else. Do you remember I, the name of that game? I have no idea. That's the problem. I have searched, I've looked, I can't figure it out uh, for the life of me. And it's one of those games that's it's always going to be in my head, and I'm never going to find it. And I'm almost to the point where I don't want to find it now. Because what oh, I've never gonna live in my up. head, yeah, now, it's never gonna live up to that. Yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a CD-ROM, and I'm gonna, you know, go buy an expandable one so I can put it in and play it. And I'm like, damn, that's gonna put me all now. these years. Because that just you opened up a dark recess in the corner of my brain where I haven't thought about that game, and probably since we played it. And this, I think, it was Mulberry Street. Like in that computer in the corner in the dining room, right? And we were playing back on the old, uh, but dial-up AOL. Yeah, I think it did 6K, qu- man. Yeah, I don't know if it needed the internet or not, but all I know is it was one of those games I could not get anywhere on, and it was irritating. That's hilarious. Okay, well, I'll be on the case this week to try to at least get the name of what that used to be. <laughs> yeah, if you figure that out, the next time we're down there, we go, we're going to go to that little barcade thing that drinks on me. <laughs> yeah, all right. What do you think? That was probably like, what, Windows 95? Was it hit yeah, Windows 98 yet? Be, probably no, 95, I don't think it was, I think it was like 95. It had to have been nothing... Nothing newer than that. 
All right, show and them even if case. it's even if it's compatible to play on anything anymore. Oh, I doubt it. But maybe they've had some sort of um, new version come out. I don't know. You never know. Yeah, no, you don't. But yeah, that that's the game that's uh, has been bugging me for many many years. Apple Arcade. Have you tried that out yet? I have not. I've got it on there. I was kind of waiting a little bit to go ahead and see if I can read some reviews on it. But I figure, you know what? I'm gonna do my own. They give you a you know a, a week a, a month free, I believe it is on it. So I mean, what what can hurt? Four ninety nine. I'm probably gonna do the exact same thing with Apple TV uh, uh, Plus. I'm gonna go ahead and just drop five bucks on it. Yeah. And uh, just check it out. I mean, my son was actually watching uh, some of the advertisements today because they're dumping them hard all over TV right now. I mean, it's still a little ways to coming out. Yeah. And and they're plugging all their shows. I mean, if you're watching football, if you're watching anything, you're seeing Apple TV Plus show like advertisements like you would not believe yeah i have noticed that um i'm a little miffed because apparently i I thought i would get the uh year free deal with purchasing a brand new apple product um but i purchased the apple watch and i guess the apple watch does not count towards that free year of apple tv (laughs) i called bs and in the actual keynote they said any new apple product yeah, and then only after the fact you see the uh, asterisk on all these, uh, you know, advertisements. Um, it, it said like select or um, I don't know what the term was they used, but pretty much anything that could actually play Apple TV. You know, if you bought the Apple TV 4K or if you bought the new phone or uh, you bought the uh, even the iPod Touch, which you can watch Apple TV on, you can actually get that deal. But the Apple Watch, you can't. So, oh, well, it makes sense, but I still call BS. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But I'm, I'm right with you. I'm going to try Apple Arcade this week as well. Maybe it's something we can talk about next week on the show. Yeah, that should be easy for us there to you know give you a, what our thoughts are on it. Because we play a lot of, I mean, I'm one of those guys that's always downloading a game, always trying to play a game. I haven't been able to find a good one because they're all about the exact same anymore. Right. They're all some type of strategy game that you got to you know spend a bunch of money in to do anything. Yeah. Or it's a, uh, a puzzle game, which every puzzle game, or it's a pop game. Every pop game is basically the exact same. Exactly, yeah. So we'll see what you know what options I have. I'm kind of kind of excited about the Frogger in Toy Town. That's kind of one of probably the first one I download to go ahead and play. Oh, cool. But uh, yeah, I mean we've been through quite a bit here. We actually you know said so we're going to look into that Apple Arcade. I'm going to continue to watch the boys, so we be we can be ready to go ahead and you know dive headfirst into uh, the series of scumbags that are on that show. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean we we're. we're you can find us anywhere. I mean, we're on social media. I mean, Facebook. I mean, we're. I'm plugging away on that. I'm always doing some time, some type of Facebook live on there. Yeah. So let's uh, give an update as far as uh, where you can find the show. So you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. Um, at one point, I think you were looking to get us on um, iHeartRadio and the uh, Stitcher app. What's the like? So right now, everything besides our heart. I don't know what's going on with our heart. I submitted it once. I said it should take two weeks for them to get back with me. I never got a response, so I went back on uh, Monday and resubmitted it. I heart radio does not heart dad in rock. Nope, not one bit. So I was like, you know what? If we can't get on one, so be it. I'll try. I'll try. But if uh, if there's no go, it's no go. I think Apple and um, and Spotify are probably the top two anyway. Yeah, I think that's what people typically think of and, and get their podcast from, so that's a good thing. Um, I figured putting us out on as many platforms as I can put us on uh, will open up you know, as many people as we can reach. 
Oh, absolutely. So uh, so that's where you can find Dad in a Rock. You can also find us on all the social media sites. Uh, we are on Instagram. I do have a, a Twitter that I'm never on, so you'll be able to find at Dad in a Rock on Twitter. Um, but uh, we we got to get better about that, I think. Uh, a lot of folks, I, I think that the issue is that you and I are on Facebook quite a bit, and I kind of peruse uh, Instagram, like looking at celebrity <laughs> Instagrams, but I don't really post. <laughs> you and your Kardashian fetish. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know that. Um, but I don't post a ton of stuff, like here and there. I used to a lot more, but not anymore. Um, but uh, Basically, I only use Twitter for, like, uh, say, Sundays. I'll pull it up, and I'm following a bunch of, like, sports people, and they're just getting their opinion right. on what's happening throughout the games and things I do the on those same. lines. Yeah, with like late breaking or breaking news, I kind of hop on there to see what the typical reaction is. But uh, um, anyway, maybe maybe we'll do more on those platforms. Maybe not. Just stick with us. Um, but you can find us on Facebook. We're on there quite a bit. Uh, we'll keep being on there. And also, don't forget to uh, email us. You can email us questions. You can email us comments. Uh, anything will do. I'm Sean at dadnarock.com. That's S-H-A-U-N at dadnarock. And I'm Chris at dadandrock.com. I mean, if there's something you want to hear us talk about, if there's a certain like uh, movie coming out or if there is a video game or anything, uh, let us know. I mean, we'll be happy to go ahead and kind of take a look at it ourselves and kind of talk about it. And, you know, what? I mean, even reference you. Yeah, hey, yeah, so-and-so, you know, told us look into this and uh, just kind of go from there. Yeah, we are crossing the threshold into the holiday months. We're kind of making our way towards the end of the year here, and I know October, November, and December are going to be busy months when it comes to content out there, whether it's video games, TV shows, movies coming out. So what are you looking forward to? Let us know. We'd love to talk to to you about it. And the likelihood of it being something that we already want to talk about is probably very high. So if oh, yeah. you guys want to hear it, that's just going to make us a little more excited to talk about it. Yeah, so uh, what do you say? I think we're good for another week, huh? Yeah, I think this is you know, a good time to go ahead and say it. And, you know, the Dad and the Rock is uh, signing off for the evening. Good night, everybody. See ya. See ya.